We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome in. It's another Panther Rants podcast. It's Monday. For some of you, it's probably spring break. For me, it is. And I'm working for spring break. (laughs) But it's great because uh, the commute will be easy. I don't got to drop kids off at school. I don't got to pack lunches. School traffic is non-existent. I don't got to do any of that. So, for a lot of you, you're probably filling out your brackets right now. And I got I to look. I still got to look at the uh, bracket entirety. But I looked look down on the surface last night and this morning. I'm trying to figure out who I like and I don't like. But uh, let's start off from the uh, top of the uh, tape here. Friday I recorded two podcasts and well first one I just deleted because it was just all all the crap started to flow out. Then I tried to record one on the way home from work and by by the time I was so freaking drained out by all the crap that I just stopped recording. <laughs> but um Stallings, Kevin Stallings is officially out as you all know. I'm sure you all know already. I would hope so, because we're in a coaching search. You know, I recorded a podcast last Monday about the buyout and about how he was going, and I, and I really didn't repost the repost the uh, pod, the links to the podcast like I usually do, because I, I had a feeling that <laughs> it was, although there was an outside chance that he would he was going to stay at Pitt, which wasn't the case. Now a lot more came out. It was a lot, little, well, kind of, kind of bad. For one thing, Pitt obviously is going to be in a, bad, a little messy divorce with Kevin Stallings. Uh, reportedly, that night I say that in quotations because of how you know how things have been juggled in the media. I guess Pitt offered him a buyout of four eight million, and and the fire with cause. The reason for the for the uh, obviously the um, firing was the Louisville incident, which to me makes absolutely no sense in the world.
Why would you use the Louisville incident as your basis for firing when it was one of the most dumbest things you could, you know, you could think of? You could have used the 0-19 ACC play, the four four ACC wins the last two years, players leaving, all this crap. You could have used every, anything in the world against Kevin Stallings. You use an incident where Kevin Stallings was sticking up for his players. That's bad enough. Because I had no issues with it, with what happened and how he handled it. They were heckling him and his players, and he stuck up for them. So imagine if you're his players and you uh, you realize this is one of the reasons he was fired. You're probably probably gonna be pissed off because you figure the university don't think much of your coach. Then the university don't think much of the players he recruited to either, which is which is them. And you know, obviously, people are speaking out now. He had Ryan Luther releasing a little uh, statement about it all. He was pretty pissed off, and I guess he speaks for the players. But I get that he's mad, and the players are upset too. But you can't keep a coach to a, to, a, to a piece of players. You can't do it, especially one that that won only, that won only four ACC games in the last two years. Not to mention a year ago at this time he was throwing Ryan Luther in a bus. So I don't know if Ryan forgets that. And, you know, Sheldon Jeter obviously said it, uh, he thought the pit made the wrong move as well. Patience was needed. And obviously patience was needed in this because the man just replaced the t- literally entire roster. And the roster was looking bad. Really, it doesn't. I think these guys, if they stay at pit, they're going to be really good in, in a year or two. It's just that the ACC gets better along with it. And Stallings' coaching really didn't really indicate much that he was uh, he was going to get the job done as well. He made his up. He made his own share of um, coaching staff who's a bunch of them. Then when you ask him about them, oh, I didn't think about that. Maybe I should have, yeah, maybe I should have did that. Or he would just forget certain things, forget players, forget he bench players. And in the end, he retired. So... Pretty much, we just hired majors too, for the most part. But I mean, a lot of people were saying that the uh, it was this is a bad move because it was a little rebuilding year, and it's going to be a lot worse. Well, th- the thing the thing about this is, it really can't get a lot worse than what it is. We're already at ground zero. 
this gives the this gives the current aide the a chance to bring in their person. If that's just the program. But given how Pitt ADs have handled the uh, coaching searches, it doesn't really make you feel, I guess, comfortable. Because when Jamie left for TCU, Pitt had a plethora of options to go with. In the end, it was it was a guy that was even listed, Kevin Stallings. This time around, there's a bunch of options, but I'm reading that supposedly Pitt that uh, I saw a list of four coaches, and of course, Dan Hurley and Sean Miller was uh, were two of them, and I think Lindsey Hunter was the fourth one. I forget who the third one was. But out of that out of that choice, I think Pitt probably ends up with Lindsey Hunter. Because I know the other the other three was pretty much, I mean, if you're going for a burger, obviously you got Burgatory, you got five guys, you got Smash Burger. And then in Pitt's case, they, they go to McDonald's instead and get the uh and get a deal on the uh, quarter pounder. That's yeah, that's pretty much you know a pit a pit uh, decision in a nutshell. But if I'm looking looking at the at least these two two of the hires, they're obviously big names. They've always come up with pit coaching searches. Sean Her- Sean Miller. Anytime this rumor th- thing comes up with him, it reminds me of that episode, that, that scene in Chasing Amy where Banky uh, draws these, uh, draw, he draws this four-way road, and each row is a character. In the middle of the four-way, four-way road is a dollar bill, and he, and he tells Holden, which person's going to get the dollar bill? So Holden obviously picks the one that's obviously realistic. And he said, good. Banky says, good. You know why? That person's going to get the dollar bill. Because the other three are figments of your own effing imagination. And that's pretty much Sean Miller stuff in a nutshell. Sean Miller Pith stuff in a nutshell for me. I'm sure maybe there's interest for Sean... Or interest from Sean this time around, maybe because the uh, FBI was snooping around Arizona. And he wants to get out of there as soon as possible. The pit's obviously a safety net. Although his dad, who's been so freaking condescending the pit, I'm sure they're singing a much different tune now. But. You know, I'm sure Sean's probably once it would want to come back now, but I don't see Pitt showing any interest in this because of his baggage. The only thing I think it was the donors tell Heather, "You better freaking hire this guy, or else." But on the flip side. 
Pitts supposed to be keeping a file on Kevin Stallings for months. So, maybe, and for Kennedy the Dots, maybe there was some interest there as the season was going on. And that's why they did the file. So they had some cause to fire him. But that's just conspiracy theorist thought. If anything, Pitt was keeping this foul on Stillings for a while because they knew they were keeping him after this year. They were done. You know, for them, this was it. So that's, that's why they started the file. But the uh, Pitt pretty much lost the, the entire recruiting classes to their, to their commitments. Well, Wyden announced he was reneging. Kingsby, Bryce, on the other hand, supposedly is a renege, but he hasn't you know, made it official on Twitter yet, but I'm sure he will. But as far as Dan Hurley goes, people say it's just as great for Pitt because Dan's uh, playing in the pit, you know, is playing in Pittsburgh this weekend, this week coming up. Which I'm sure uh, UConn's going to send their, their people down. So, it'll be interesting. I think ultimately Hurley probably ends up at uh, UConn. Because UConn's going to pull at nothing to get him. Because that's how they are. They need their basketball program back. And fixed as soon as possible. Because they're in the AAC... And they obviously did for football purposes when basketball was her bread and butter. And at the time of the uh, Big East breakup, I mean, UConn basketball was a national product. I mean, at least women it is now still. Men it was. I mean, he look at all the titles he won. Or at least they won. I mean, Calhoun, Calhoun won three national championships. Ollie came in and won the fourth. I mean, they were a national product. So, if anything, they should have did something to protect that product. Instead, they went to AAC. And AAC on the surface really isn't a bad hoops conference. It just isn't Big East. I mean, the AAC's done pretty well bringing some names in their conference. Mick Cronin's obviously loving the AEC because of uh, how easy it is for him. But the league's getting tougher. I mean, uh, Houston's in there, and Houston brought in Kelvin Sampson. They're going the they're going the big they're going the uh, the dance. I mean, Wichita State. They brought them as a basketball-only only, only, uh, outfit, but they had to do it. They had to be hybrid, obviously. Really had no choice because they had to strengthen their basketball product. But they want to get more of their teams in the tournament. So, I mean, the league's getting better. It's just not going to be Big East. I mean, Big East has gotten a lot better. 
I have, I have think it would have as much flack as it's, as it's had, but you know, it's done pretty well. I mean, Xavier's a one seed, so was Villanova. I mean, he got two one seeds in the tournament. So, obviously, business is booming in the Big East. But uh, I don't see Hurley in the up here pit. I think he goes to UConn. Which surprises me as to why UConn doesn't go to the, back to the Big East. They try to do AEC as a football league member, or at least join the MAC or somewhere, Conference USA. Actually, MAC would be more plausible for them because Conference USA is scattered down the south. Southwest. I mean, you got Marshall. Marshall's in Conference USA. I mean, so they would have a rival there. <laughs> but I just don't see them joining a major conference anytime soon. And at this point, who would take them now? Because they haven't been able to maintain their two top programs. Even with the cheating. If you think about that for a moment. They were cheating hoops and they still couldn't uh, maintain their product. I mean, there's a lot more attractive choices than UConn right now. Maybe not, maybe not a lot more, but a few more. But yeah, I don't see uh, Hurley come on the pit. UConn is so desperate needs to rebuild their their basketball product. They need that hire. This is the hire they want, and I, th- and I know they pretty much they're pretty much in the red over the, all those buyouts they had to pay. But fuck, they'll go bankrupt just to get that hire to get Harley. So this is this is huge for them right now. Very huge. But as far as pick goes, the search goes on. I'd rather they take their time anyway and get that squared away because I'm not sure what's going to happen. I mean, Thad Matt was a, was, a, was, a, was a possibility, but Thad's supposed to go to Georgia. I like Thad, I, I love the idea of Thad Matt because. I don't think his health would give him would be a long would be a long term hire, but I think he would be a pit long enough where he could recruit like hell and lay the foundation for the next guy. And of course, you got the the, the next players asking for Brandon Knight to be hired. There's that again. And who knows how the search goes? We may end up hiring him. And who knows? I mean, if it pieces the, the all the players, fine. But don't get pissed off if if, uh, the hot, if if it goes really really bad. But anyway, moving on the tournament, obviously. Look at some of the games. I guess TCU is in 
as a sixth seed. They get they get the winner of uh, Syracuse and Arizona State. Which you're probably don't watch that game very closely because if TC gets Syracuse, they're obviously going to win that game because, well, for one thing, Syracuse sucks this year. And number two, um, Jamie knows how to beat uh, Jim Beheim. But um, if he gets Arizona State, well, that could be a different story altogether. Yep. You know, the Arizona State thing could be a different thing altogether. All together. If you heard me revving my engines because some um, person decided to cut around me. But looking at the, uh, I guess I'm not going to go too in depth on the bracket right now, but looking on the surface, Villanova has pretty much a clear cut path to the Final Four. So does Virginia, actually. Virginia has a pretty easy path as well. I mean, those two teams, they got pretty much the Final Four handed to them on a silver platter. Virginia obviously reminds me of the the pit teams of old. But but possibly some better offense. It's It's just, do they have enough to get through March? To get to get to the final four, I think they will get to the final four. But championship, I'm not sure. But this is pretty much Bo Bennett's golden opportunity to get to a final four. I mean, not Bo Bennett. Good lord, I'm not thinking, I'm thinking Penguins. Tony Bennett. This is Tony Bennett's uh, golden opportunity to uh, get to a uh, national championship game and win it. Xavier, a possibility, but they got North Carolina in their bracket. And North Carolina's been playing a lot better this second half of the year. A lot of times you got to look at that, is that uh, they could be better. As you know, how teams you know, play down the stretch. I mean, if they get if they get hot, if they start gelling, gelling like a felon, then. Yeah, I go with that. So that's a possibility. Or is North Carolina in Virginia's bracket? I think North Carolina's Virginia. I don't know one of the two. I don't know. I know Cincinnati is a two seed. You know, Cincinnati is a two seed Xavier's bracket. Let me go look this up again. Ah, uh, okay. So Cincinnati is in Virginia's bracket. As a two seed, I'm sorry. I don't see uh, I don't see McCrone getting past Virginia. Don't see it. I don't think he has a team to do it. And on the flip side, in Xavier's bracket, they have North Carolina. I'm not sure how great Xavier is. I know Chris Mack, Stone Cold, 
is a coach at team, and he's done very well this year. But I don't know if they meet up with North Carolina. I'll see how that happens. And you know, and of course, you got and the other, on the bracket, you got uh, Duke and you got Kansas as a one seed, and you got Duke as a two seed. And I, I'm not crazy about Big Twelve teams because they always generate so much noise in a regular season. But then when postseason comes. They play like ass. And really, the last team that ever made noise in the uh, tournament from Big 12, in terms of Big 12, was Kansas, usually. But I do like Kansas. Uh, if Kansas ends up facing Duke, I like their chances. I think Kansas will probably end up winning the final, winning the final fours. I don't, Duke's got a good team, but I don't think they're that, they're that good this year. Especially Grayson Allen. But, uh, you know, just tips there. One thing to look at is also when you pick out your brackets, some tips. Obviously, you want to look at the uh, the regions and where they're all playing. You know, keep that in mind, where these teams are playing. Because a lot of times, these, these, a, lot of these, a lot of these games are home games for these opening uh, rounds for some of these teams. And plus, check out John Rostein's podcast. I know he does all that crazy one-liner, one-liner shit, but he usually he live-streamed the podcast on all the regions on what he thought, and it was some good stuff, and he may help you out on some of your picks. So check him out. Check out his podcast. He usually has some good stuff. But anyways, how to pit. Enjoy your week. I'll talk to you later.